Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. This is Patrick Honeywell, and this is Believe in Chef Special on the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. My guest is executive pastry chef at the Cosmopolitan of Las Vegas, Vincent Pilon. Chef Vincent has more than 20 years of experience as a master chocolatier and pastry chef in some of the most prominent confectionery kitchens in the world and on television. On today's podcast, Vincent shares his behind-the-scenes approach to resort casino menu development, his renowned VIP showpiece amenities, and some tips on working with chocolate. Chef Vincent, thank you for coming back onto the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me again. So you're in Las Vegas. First of all, Vincent, kind of bring us up to date. What, what's going on in Vegas lately? Uh, Vegas Vegas is is really getting busy again. You know, it's it's nice to to see the, the city alive again. And, uh, you know, the weather is beautiful. The, the pools are open. You know, people are coming. And, uh, I mean... We're busy. We're busy, especially on weekends, but mm-hmm. even during the week, and we're starting to have a, a few little conventions, not conventions, but mostly meetings, mm-hmm. you know, but uh, the hotels, uh, the hotel rooms are, are booked. Uh, the, the, the restaurants are full because, uh, you know, it's busy again. It's uh, it's nice to see that uh, life is, uh, there's a little bit of the normalcy now again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say maybe in the last month, things are changing quite a bit. Hopefully, we'll get back to normal. So many friends I have would love to visit Vegas again, and, and it sounds like it's starting to pick up. It is. It is. And for the longest time, uh, it was mostly Californians uh, coming to Vegas on weekends. But now the the airport is busy again, and everybody, I mean, you can see that the planes are landing, planes are full, you know, they are bringing people from all over the place. So. Hmm. Clearly, you can tell that people, uh, they want to travel again. They want to, they want to have fun. Menu development, you know, that's a big part of, uh, I think, a pastry chef's job, so to speak. You have different types of uh, venues. You have restaurant menus, banquet menus, a lot of, and even room service menus. But I think recently, did you recently develop a menu for a new restaurant? Uh, it's not, it's not a restaurant. It's, um, it's, um, you know, Las Vegas slowly but surely is going away from buffets. I mean, there's still buffets in pretty much all the casinos, but uh, the new casino is opening and even even Cosmo, we, we have um, kind of like Italy, you know, it's but it's more like, a, it's kind of like a food court, but um, hmm. with all kind, all kind of different concepts, you know, more high-end stuff, you know, no, not the chains like you can see in the airports or things like that. So uh, last week we opened a, a new concept uh, from Momofuku. Um, mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a sandwich place, but it's a Korean sandwiches. So in bakery, we do, uh, we do the bread for them. And it's, uh, it's, it's, they're great sandwiches, you know, but uh, we have a donut, donut concept. We have a fried chicken concept. We have a, a sushi concept. Uh, um, sandwich concept uh, american sandwiches you know but uh, like i said not the chains but more like uh, the 
the high-end restaurants opening like a little casual type of concept in a food court, you know? So mm-hmm. that's, that's the direction uh, uh, the hotels are going these days. Interesting. So that's, so you mentioned um, Korean, it's a Korean um, theme. Yeah, it's a Korean theme. We, we don't do a dessert for them, but we do uh, the bread for their sandwiches. Got you. Okay, cool. So in looking at restaurants, uh, you know, when you've developed menus over the past, I, of course, you know, you might have an Italian restaurant, you might have a, a French restaurant, American, etc. And then the type of dessert you develop would depend on the theme of the restaurant. Yes. That's correct. Yes. So okay. you, you, you go Asian more, you know, for the Asian restaurant, of course, but um, every Italian for Italian restaurant, French for French, etc. But um, at the same time, you try to do a little uh, Cosmo flair to the <laughs> dessert as well, because you know, some hotels, some hotels are more uh, classic uh, luxury, some are more modern luxury. We're more modern luxury, so we try to have a a modern flair to a classic uh, dessert, for example, for, mm-hmm. for an Italian restaurant. Interesting. So, like, okay, for an example, let's say, because especially at Cosmo, you get, you've got some beautiful restaurants, an amazing, amazing uh, casino hotel. If, a, let's say, a well-known Italian chef opens a, ho- uh, a restaurant there and he or she has a theme or has the, their idea for what desserts would be, do they actually speak with you about the dessert? that is on the menu and say, this is what we currently have, uh, make it like this, or do they say, what do you think of this dessert? How do you work with the uh, owner or the chef of that particular restaurant? Well, usually usually if it's, um, if it's a restaurant that we own, then we have a full uh, uh, right to do whatever we want. If it's a, a celebrity chef opening a restaurant in, in our hotel, then they have their own menu they have their own dessert they have their own classic they have their own their best sellers and everything and we we do whatever they want us to do and if they give us a little more freedom then we can show them what we would do and they approve or they don't but uh it's not our decision it's their decision at the end we we present them ideas you know what i mean Mm -hmm. definitely got you so okay how about uh Doing a menu, if you work with the catering department, uh, maybe in conjunction with the executive chef, and they say, okay, this this year or whatever, we're doing a brand new uh, catering menu. When you look at the catering menus and you have, again, obviously a variety of different desserts depending on, on the group that's coming in and the size, do you try to back away from desserts that are difficult to do or maybe tricky or? No, I don't back away from anything. But like you said, it- First of all, it depends on their budget, mm-hmm. the amount of people, and um, and how VIP it is. You know, um, I mean, it, it can go from a from a from a buffet to a, a plated dessert. So it, it, there's a, banquets are massive, big production, but so many different menus for so many different type of groups. You know, there's different tier level. You know, from cheaper to higher end and they they have a menu and they, they pick and choose the menu that fits best what they're looking for so any something that i shy away from usually it's desserts uh, with ice cream uh, mm. with a large banquet event Definitely. Because, uh, it could be a it could be a nightmare 
know? <laughs> it becomes the vanilla uh, uh, vanilla sauce, right? Um. <laughs> Eventually, if you don't do it right, so wow. it's uh, it's it's tricky. And so, I, I, if it's a VIP event and there's maybe a hundred people, I have no problem doing it. But if you're talking about two, three, four, five, six hundred, then it it gets a nightmare. So I try to you know to stay away from that, unless they request it, then. I have no choice. Uh, one thing, one dessert that I do not like in large volume uh, banquets are the creme brulee. Creme brulee is a classic and people love it. But when you do it for a thousand people, Ooh. by the time you're done with a thousand uh, creme brulee, the first ones, the caramel is not crunchy anymore. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so it gets a little soupy. And, uh, and so... I like when the product is perfect, you know, so if you do it for a thousand, there's no way it's going to be perfect. Yeah, that makes and, sense. Uh, so, but sometimes people insist uh, and they want it, so we do it, but not my favorite. So, so what you have to do is, is burn the, the, um, the creme brulee, uh, you know, right before, but uh, that's a lot of people and then you have to, you know, mobilize, you know, just to burn the, the creme brulee. So, mm -hmm. Not an easy one. Not for a thousand people, if you know what I mean. I know I've seen some beautiful photos of uh, some of the large events you did where the actual, the, um, they were plated and there was maybe a theme depending on um, the customer and they were really involved pastries, you know, where you probably had to build parts, you know, separately and then eventually build the plate. Um, do you get that call, calling for that very often where it's not just a dessert you eat, but something that's a display dessert? Oh, yeah. But I mean, you know, the, the dessert is is the last uh, the last piece of the meal. You know, I mean, that's that's the last chance you have to impress people. So, like I said, if they have a large budget and or if they really want it's a very high end event. Uh, yes, I can build a, a showpiece per plate. You know, mm -hmm. just to present the dessert. I mean, it's uh, we've done some some things that are absolutely amazing. Uh, it, it, sometimes, you know, a VIP party for 100 people or 200 people is more work than a party for 2,000 people, just because there is so many steps uh, for that dessert. And like I said, you can build a piece uh, with sugar, with chocolate, uh, and then present the dessert in it. It's uh, yeah, it's we've done many, many of those. Yes. When money is not um, a problem and they, they, they tell me we want to wow the customer, I love to hear those words, but uh, it <laughs> means a lot of work. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm okay with it. Yeah, and also I know that recently on your Instagram page, you had posted a beautiful photo. Um, it was an Easter theme. I believe an amenity. The casino asks you to do amenities sometimes, you know, to welcome, you know, a, a guest. Uh, how mm -hmm. often does that happen? And you really push the envelope on those. They're like way out of this world. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's my fault, you know, because um, at first I, I just, I did a few, but then it became so popular and the word went around very quickly. Mm. So it can be a casino host that has a, a VIP player that's coming and they want to take care of them. So they, they want a high-end amenity. Or it can be uh, an actor, an athlete. It could be um, a, a company coming and they want to impress the CEO. 
it can be yeah it can be catering it can be i mean you name it they always call me you know for for the wow factor and they give me the theme they tell me they give me a logo they they if it's a football player, I'll do a, a football amenity. If it's a, an actor, I'll do something with the latest movie he or she made. Uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of custom stuff. And yeah, we, we have almost uh, 4,000 rooms, but uh, the quality of things that we do, you don't even see those in, the, in Palace, you know? No way. I, you know, I saw, I remember one you had done before, Chef. It was a, uh, I think it was a flute out of chocolate, a display amenity. Do you remember that uh, yeah, one? Yeah, that was for a singer. Uh, mm -hmm. Her name was uh, Lizzo. Mm -hmm. And she's famous for playing the flute. And so they called me and they said, hey, she's going to be performing at a hotel. We want to make a welcome amenity. Can you do a showpiece? And then she she plays the flute she drinks a, a tequila patron on stage i mean <laughs> they give me all these things uh, all these ideas and they want me to put it into a chocolate piece so <laughs> that's what i did i i i made a flute out of chocolate that i put into the showpiece i made a, a chocolate bottle of a patron tequila you know that i also put in the showpiece and Gosh. a lot of things like that music notes you, you name it microphone Something yeah. very specific to her, and and that's funny because when she she got into the room and she had a, all her crew, her dancers with her, and then she saw the the flute, she grabbed the flute out of chocolate, and and uh, she just devoured the the the, the the flute. You know, she she played with the, she acted like she was playing the the flute. You know, but it. Of course, it's, it's a chocolate flute, so it doesn't work. <laughs> but uh, she's playing she's playing with it, and all of a sudden she bites in it, and then everybody, all the girls are screaming, and then she put it on her Instagram and had like over a million views. Oh my gosh! It was, yeah. it was interesting. I saw the photo. That was amazing. That's so cool. So um, let me ask you. Okay, there's there are different types of desserts trending out there. You know, maybe maybe there. Maybe I'm, everything's changed because of the pandemic, so things have slowed, of course. But I had a question for you about uh, plant-based vegan items um, that might be coming on. Do you have much experience in um, plant-based dessert at all? No, plant-based is getting bigger and bigger. And I haven't got any requests for it yet, mm -hmm. but I know it's coming. I mentioned too, because I have a friend, a very good friend, um, Chef Eddie Garza, and I mentioned that I'd be interviewing you today. And it'd be great to get you two together and get your heads together and maybe yeah, you know, never know. Work on some cool new. Uh, I'm definitely open to the idea because I'm. I would love to hear what he has to say, and if he can point me to some directions, uh, you know, so I can learn more about it. Because I know it's coming, and eventually, I'm gonna have to do it. So if I have to do it, I, I want to be ahead of a ahead of the game. If you know what I mean. Well, I think with the two of you, <laughs> you'd be way ahead of the game. That'd be great. One of your many specialties, Chef, is um, Vincent, is, is chocolate. I mean, you do such amazing desserts. Your, your baking is amazing, too, even though you have people that bake for you. Um, but when you think of chocolate, there's a lot of people that buy a chocolate that's, yeah, a coating chocolate that's easy to work with. It, you know, of course, the viscosity, the, everything's different than a 
tempered chocolate, but when you temper chocolate, could you walk through tempering a little bit on chocolate and why it's so important for the finished product? Um, yeah, it's, you know, the thing is, um, is I've been doing chocolate for so long that I, I'm not using a thermometer anymore. I do it by the eye, mm. by the touch of it, mm -hmm. the feel of it. So it, it's hard for me to, to be too specific, but, um, if you're a housewife and, uh, and, and you want to do some chocolate work, but you don't want to. To temper the chocolate, I will highly recommend people yeah, to use coating chocolate. It's mm -hmm. not the best, but uh, the, 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 the result will be exactly what you're looking for. Uh, if you want to temper chocolate at home, it can quickly be um, messy, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because once you temper the chocolate, you want to keep it tempered for whatever work you're doing. And that's when it gets uh, tricky, you know? Uh, gotcha. You can table the chocolate on, on, a, on a flat uh, marble, or you can seed your chocolate, you know, uh, and then use a burr mixer and, and temper it. What's important, the, the tempering part is the most important part if you want to use a chocolate, a, a couverture chocolate, uh, because you want to activate the, the cocoa butter in the chocolate in order mm -hmm. for the chocolate to crystallize. And um, so, you don't want to temper it too cold. You don't want to temper it too hot. Uh, you know, what I mean, milk, mm -hmm. white, dark. It's all they're all different, you know. But um, I mean, those I, are all the methods that you can use. But like I said, uh, it, it, tempering the chocolate—that's one thing. And then to keep it tempered for whatever, if you want to dip bonbons, if you want to mold something. Mm -hmm. Uh, it gets messy in the kitchen if you're not used to it. Where would you find something like a good coating? To me, the best place, uh, if you're not a professional, it, it would be to order from um, from Chef Rubber mm -hmm. because he, he has all the tools and he has also the chocolate. So you, you can, and he has kits also where you can buy the chocolate and the tools together. Mm. Um, coating and couverture, I think he sells everything. So that's, that's an easy website, you know, because you can have everything you're looking for, not just for chocolate, but for desserts and, and wedding cakes and, and cocoa butter, airbrushing colors, you name it. He, he sells everything. So I, I'm not trying to advertise anybody here, but uh, that's, that's one website where you can really find everything that you're looking for in one place. more things on chocolate chocolate and coffee seem to go together pretty well i mean you see it quite often out there i have uh, my cousin angelica works for actually she's a tour guide with uh, kona coffee company on on the island and mm -hmm. um yeah and i tell you what's the deal with chocolate and coffee marrying so well together it just blends well together it's it's uh and it goes well with dark chocolate it goes well with male chocolate and it goes well with white chocolate so mm -hmm. whatever is your favorite coffee goes well uh, with it you know I, I actually at work i do a bonbon it's a coffee that i infuse in cream and then i make a caramel and i deglaze the caramel with a with the coffee cream and then i make a, a chocolate ganache a chocolate caramel coffee ganache it's really good. You know, the caramel brings uh, the 
the, the, the coffee and blends really, really well with the, with the chocolate. So it's, mm. Yeah, it's a, coffee and chocolate definitely goes well together. What about the coffee? Do you uh, start with a really good bean that's roasted? Do you like a medium roast, dark roast, or what do you go for? It, it's, it, it, it depends, you know, uh, what your taste is. Uh, I kind of like uh, the dark roast. Mm-hmm. You know, because once you start adding all your ingredients, like I said, the cream and everything, then some, if you don't do it properly, the, the, the coffee flavor start to fade away a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if you have a dark roast, you know, the bitterness of the chocolate and then maybe the sweetness of the milk uh, chocolate uh, blends well together, you know. But let's say that a, a huge co- a coffee company uh, could be from, you know, coffee producer somewhere comes and they say, we're going to stay at Cosmo and, and uh, we really want to have an awesome dessert with chocolate, but they need to infuse our coffee with it. And they come to catering comes to you and says, Vincent, we need you to come up with something. What dessert would you think of or what type or a couple different ideas? Oh my God. There are so many, uh, so many ways you can do it. Well, if the company give me the chocolate and they want me to make a dessert with it for their convention for their party or whatever, their, their banquets. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will make a, a bunch of desserts and, and have them try it and listen to their feedback. And one of them could be a tiramisu, just a simple tiramisu. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could do a, a chocolate uh, a chocolate cup, you know, filled with a, a caramel and, and a coffee cream and a coffee mousse and a nice. dark chocolate, you know. Mm-hmm. Something like that will go well. Also, you know, it's uh, it will be a, a nice uh, twist uh, with coffee and a coffee cup, you know, made of chocolate. So you can eat the entire thing, the dessert and the cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could be one of them. I could do a, a bunch of uh, little chocolate miniardies also for the rooms for them. When you mentioned if you have a tasting, um, some people may not be aware that you, if you have a group coming out, you don't just say, here, here's your dessert. You know, they may have a few of their, their people come in and you'll make three or four or five and say, then that way they can pick one. So that's, that's uh, yeah, that's awesome. But sometimes, and sometimes the funny thing with this, I say it's funny, it's not always funny. Sometimes it's a thing, but <laughs> uh, you present five desserts and then they will tell you, well, we like the texture of this one. We like the look of this one. And then we like uh, the sauce in this one. So basically they tell you what they like and then you combine everything Take all the feedback and then you make the perfect dessert, the perfect dessert for them. The custom dessert. Wow. Nice. Yeah. Huh. So Vincent, what do you see on the horizon for executive pastry chef Vincent Pilon, one of the top chocolatiers in the world? <laughs> uh, um, you know, first of all, I, I'm just looking forward to the end of uh, this pandemic and for uh, for all of us to get back to a normal life. So uh, I feel very, very blessed to have a job because unfortunately a lot of my colleagues, some of them and some very good pastry chef lost their job. So um, I'm just very, very happy that I have a job and I'm very happy that we're moving forward uh, in the right direction. Uh, So as far as the future, I don't know what the future is, you know. I've been at, with Cosmo for eight years, and I can honestly say that uh, it's been the 
probably the best eight years of uh, my career here in Las Vegas. Mm. Uh, and I've been here for 23 years already. So imagine. Uh, future, future, I don't know. You know, I, I, the reason why I love Vegas so much is because it's, there's no limit to creativity here. You know, it's not repetitive, the same job every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, like you said, you know, you mentioned the amenities, the chocolate show pieces, the new dessert menu for restaurants, uh, uh, a new banquet menu, a new room service menu. There's always something going on. You know, it's never the same thing. And and nothing, nowhere will give me that kind of creativity. You know, me, me the, the routine kills me, you know, doing repetitive things over and over again every day. So it's hard for me to leave uh, that kind of uh, work because, uh, or or the city itself, because I I can't find that anywhere else but in Las Vegas. If I'm still working in Las Vegas, uh, it means the company I work for appreciate my my work and the value I bring to to the hotel. So, and at the same time, I, I try to do the best I can to showcase them and put them always in a good light uh so it's 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 a working relationship and it's it's been working really well and 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 the hotels that i worked for prior same thing you know i i've I've been very uh very lucky and uh and i don't take it for granted um but um anything for the future i don't know what the future holds for me, but uh, as long as it's uh, with chocolate, I'm in. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Well, thanks, thanks, Vincent, again for sharing your time today, sharing you um, for the audience here. I appreciate it very much. Well, thank you. For all of you listening out there, Chef Special is part of the Believe Podcast Network. Check it out at believe.com and follow me on Instagram at Patrick Honeywell. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.